Hello everybody, welcome to The Coaching Conversation. I'm Graham Wiley and I've been coaching business leaders for the last two decades. In this series, we're going to explore some of the things I've seen and learned in that two decades and hopefully help you see how you can become more focused, more effective and hopefully happier in your life. So, it's now time to sit back, relax and enjoy The Coaching Conversation. Hello everybody, welcome to this edition of The Coaching Conversation. This subject for today is going to probably be quite surprising. Um, I want to talk about emotional intelligence, I want to talk about what used to be called interpersonal skills. I regularly, more, more often than I probably would have realised in advance of my coaching career, meet very senior executives who have very low emotional intelligence and pretty poor, therefore, interpersonal skills. Often, if they're a, a high flyer or a board executive being prepared for the next promotion, it's one of the things on the list from the sponsor, the, the employer, who's looking for a significant improvement in this area of their life. What is surprising is that this is so prevalent because these people are successful. Somehow, despite not necessarily being good with people or easily good with people, they found that they can still claw their way to success. The thing about emotional intelligence is it all starts with self-awareness. If you don't know yourself very well, and that can be just a matter of being honest with yourself, if you don't know yourself very well, how is it easy to understand others? So the more you understand yourself, what motivates you, what demotivates you, what you enjoy, what you don't, you don't enjoy, what you respond positively to and negatively to, if you don't understand that reasonably well, you can't interpret other people's actions so well either. And emotional intelligence isn't about manipulation, but what it is about is understanding how other people are feeling and how they're likely to feel when you engage with them. And engaging with them is in every context, whether it's a conversation, whether it's a meeting, whether it's a one-to-one, -one, whether it's an email, whether it's a letter, whatever way you engage with them is going to generate an emotional response. And from your perspective, you want that to be as positive an emotional response as, as you can make. So emotional intelligence is probably the second greatest skill beyond your functional professional expertise that a senior executive needs to acquire. There are lots of books and lessons and, and courses you can go on around emotional intelligence and I'm not going to repeat all of those in this particular conversation but I'm going to highlight the the really really critical aspects and, and why they matter so much so that perhaps executives can recognize for themselves why this is an area for them to focus on. 
we all know about body language. You all realise that the, the stance someone takes, the way they present themselves, the way they show up, dramatically impacts people's responses to them. So if you turn up to a meeting all stressed out and sweaty and dishevelled, you're going to get one set of reactions. If you arrive calm, collected, smart, totally in control, you're going to get a different set of reactions. If you are a finger-pointing, aggressive individual during a meeting, that will solicit possibly even more violent responses. But either way, it's not inducive to collaboration. Whereas if you are more open and more receptive to other people's ideas, you're much more likely to get a positive response. I can go on with many of these examples. The other aspect is the way in which we speak to people, and I do mean verbally to speak to people. The spoken word really contains two quite separate pieces of information. One is the data that you are communicating, the, the actual message that you are delivering. The second is the emotion with which you deliver it. And I'm going to role play an example just to show you what I mean. You're really not doing very well and I'm getting very concerned about you. Is one way of presenting something? Really, you're not doing very well. I'm getting very concerned about you. Is another way of communicating exactly the same message. One is threatening. One is serious. One is potentially offensive. One is humorous. One is light-hearted. The message received, the information received by the person you're talking to is fundamentally different. The words are identical, but the meaning, the sentiment, the intended reaction was entirely the reverse of each other. And because of the way the mind is wired, because of the way we deal with threats, the emotional channel, the emotional aspect of that particular communication will always, always outweigh the verbal specific messaging. Therefore, as a communicator, it's important that the messages you deliver, whilst being clear and precise in words, are wrapped up in an emotional presentation that's going to deliver the desired effect that you're looking for. Because if you don't, it will be for certain misinterpreted. So if you understand yourself through self-awareness, if you understand the impact you have on other people and you understand how they're likely to respond to you, you can modify your behaviours. You can modify the way you approach people. You can move on to a higher level of interactive competence. And there are sayings around that you should treat everybody the way you'd like to be treated. Well, that's only half the story, really, because you should treat people the way they would like to be treated. Because the they in that is the most important in the sentence. You want to influence them 
they have an expectation of how they like to be dealt with. If you meet that, you're much more likely to get the answer that you want. So understanding other people, empathising more effectively with the other person or the other groups of people, understanding their motivations, their desires, their hopes, their fears, their worries, their concerns, will position you better to deliver your message wrapped in an appropriate emotion that lands closer to the bullseye that you're looking for. When you look at non-face-to-face, non-in-person communications, and I don't, I don't include video conferencing on this, I'm talking about the written word or over the phone, you're in a very, very di- much more depleted position. It's a much more difficult place to convey the emotion that you want to wrap around it. So careful thought around the wording to avoid ambiguity to avoid misinterpretation is pretty crucial. We've all read emails and the first response we've had is offence. We've read something and been offended by the tone of the email. Then we pick the phone up or we've spoken to someone, said, hey, what do you mean by that? And suddenly, before we know where we are, they didn't mean to say it the way we've read it. And if you can recognize the importance of that when you're composing an email when you're composing a report when you're composing a letter and and think about the recipient and how they're going to understand how it's going to land for them the greater the chance of a successful interface for both of you so emotional intelligence interpersonal skills are crucial to long-term executive success As an executive, you are effectively a manager, you are effectively a leader. And persuading people to do what you want them to do, willingly and hopefully enthusiastically, is a critical skill. It'll separate the good from the very good. And your professional competence will not be good enough as you rise through the ranks. The ability to deal with people will become increasingly important. Bearing in mind that those people may be customers, those people may be key trading partners over whom you have no authority whatsoever, only influence. And so your interpersonal skills, your emotional intelligence quotient, is the only tool you have. There we have it. Emotional intelligence, its importance, and how a coach perhaps can help you recognise it and start to practice and develop it. See you again soon. So, there you have it. The latest edition of The Coaching Conversation. I hope you found it interesting. I hope you found it useful. You can find out more about our coaching programmes at theexecutivemindset.co.uk If you want to reach out, you can send me an email at theexecutivemindset at sagegreen.com You can book a free 30-minute session at theexecutivemindset.co.uk which will give you a really good feel for how coaching could help you. And if you've really enjoyed the session, do please rate us, do please give us a review. And nothing more for me to say other than see you next time.